Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode... Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! And rewind. (laughs) Tell me right now. Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 531, recorded live on Sunday, October 8th, 2017. And here are your hosts, the man who asked to delay the recording of the podcast, Dave Play. Hi. And the man who had a work issue at our normal recording Sunday time, Andy Lowe. Hi. <laughs> All right. Well then. So yeah, no, if we had recorded at our normal Sunday time, I would have had to have stopped, let me check, 19 minutes in. Okay. And then, of course, I had to ask for a second delay because I actually, like, literally couldn't get up to the computer. Well, that's not good. Yeah, but cool. So that worked out. Yeah, no, I was uh, on the phone with them. First call was at 12.19. I didn't get off the phone with them until one ten. <sighs> yep. Still don't know exactly what the problem is, but I will be up in Holland on Thursday to figure it out. What is? What are the symptoms? The Detroit Lions football game was not coming down the correct audio path. Okay. Yeah. It so was, maybe some virtual wires were crossed or maybe some physical wires. Uh, let's see. Holland, that would be actual physical wires. Ugh. Yeah, I know. That's It's one of those things where it's to, like, you know. Well, pe- then you have to actually like go and trace all the physical wires. Mm-hmm which nothing is labeled. Sounds like that's something that you'd want labeled. Yeah, no, you would think so. Whoa there, Minnesota. Sorry. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, don't you know. Have you been traveling? Like, Mm-mm. That, was a, that was a pretty strong Minnesotan inflection there. Um, I don't know where it came from. It just pops out every once in a while. <laughs> oh, don't you know. Yeah. Let's say it might be part of my Scandinavian that comes out. I, I mean, there's... I no 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 having Scandinavian like genetics and DNA does not make one Minnesotan no no it does not did I tell so, you though that uh, no. I, I did one of those 23 and me's right yeah I got my results and hold on let me see if I can pull them up what percentage Scandinavian sir your reports are ready here we go hold on I gotta sign in I gotta actually put my cursor in the password box to sign in. Well, they want to make sure you're not a robot. They have your genetics. No, I was typing on just uh, a blank part of the screen. Ah. Ancestry composition, 100% European. All right. I'm white. (laughs) You are European white. Yep. I should really do one of those. I think my parents... See, the the thing is, like, I shouldn't have to do one of those, because I'm pretty sure both my parents did theirs. Well, that would be an interesting thing to see. If you both your parents did theirs, you know, do yours to kind of... See how it lines up? Yeah. Uh, I am only 11% Scandinavian, supposedly. Okay. But 88.7% Northwestern European. So. I'm pretty mongrel. I am also uh, 0.5% <coughs> uh, Jewish. Yeah? The European Jewish? European Jewish, yes. How much? 0.5, Yes. <laughs> Four tenths of a percent. Yep. Jewish. Mazel tov! <laughs> Lahaim. Oh, God, no, 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 <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> stop, no. <laughs> We're, oh, my God. Well, cool, very cool, I, I guess. I don't know where to go from there. I just, you know, it's one of those things where it's... it's Like, yeah, okay. Well, you said Scandinavian ancestry, and so that's, you know... Right, because Minnesota, because yeah. I'm, I'm following the path back, which may end up being a theme this episode. How did we get to Minnesota? <laughs> well, we took, a, we took a left in Wisconsin. Okay, but we were talking about something, and you said, don't you know? Oh, uh, something. I don't remember. Okay. Dang, that Jewish ancestry is pretty strong. The point four percent. Yeah. So you know you can they they do you know confidence percentages. Well, like you know your your thing there is okay. You know they're kind of speculative that you know the prediction must be greater than fifty percent according to your DNA. 
okay. they have a they have a scale there where they can go like, okay, you know, what are you ninety percent you know confident about? So you you can dial it way back. And you're like, what are you really you know confident about? The fact that you know I'm. So you you are very confident that there's a small amount of Jewish ancestry. Yes, 0.3% is like 90% confident, which means, according to them, I have a third great-grandparent, most likely had a third, fourth, fifth, or sixth great-grandparent, or seventh great-grandparent who is 100% Jewish. Okay. Sometime likely born between 1710 and 1830. Between 1710 and 1830. Yes. That is a very large time range. Yep. I don't know if I have actually the, I don't think our genealogy stuff goes that, might go that far back. I'm not sure. I'll have to look. But that is not, you know, today's technology news. That is literally ancient history. Well, not ancient history, but. How? What? Yeah. Good, good save there, sir. Because I was about to call you out on ancient history being the 17 to 1800s. That is, okay. How about that is literally old news. But it's not. No, like, it's the news, news isn't old. It's not ancient history. Uh, classical history? I mean, it is it is history, yes. sort of. The news isn't, though. The news is new. Yes. Is that why it's the news? Oh. I don't know. Dun-dun-dun. But it is still not tech news or gaming news or any of the things that caught Andy's or my flight of fancy this week, which let's be honest, that's what the show is. Mm-hmm. So, what did catch our interest this week? Besides well, there's another the terrible, terrible, the, terrible, uh, terrible, 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 terrible game last night. What are you talking about? Last night's game was great. Michigan, Michigan State. Oh, sorry. No, I was talking about the seven overtime game. Oh yeah, no, that was that was awesome. <laughs> that was like wow. Seven. I was talking about. Overtime, yeah, seven overtime. I didn't know they went to seventh overtime. Like I didn't know that was a, a possibility. I thought at some point it's actually just a tie. Nope, nope. This has actually been the fourth game that's gone to a seventh overtime. Okay, so what happened to get to seventh? First off, who played? Uh, Western and Buffalo. Western Michigan and, it, and Buffalo. And it went to seven overtimes. Yes, seven overtimes. How? Uh, because uh, missed kicks and blocked kicks. Okay. Buffalo kicked it to tie it in near the end of the fourth quarter. At the very end of the fourth quarter, our our kicker tried to kick a 52-yard field goal, which was blocked. And then uh, that put us into overtime. And then the third overtime, I do believe, uh, we had a chance of winning it uh, with a field goal, and that was missed. And so that put us into the fourth overtime. And so just, you know, kept on going until the seventh overtime where we kept them to a field goal, and then we scored a touchdown. Well, congratulations. Yeah, the, the fun bit, though, is after the third overtime, I do believe, if you score a touchdown, you have to go for two. Correct. And I think there was one where they, both teams scored a touchdown and both teams uh, scored the two the, points The two points as well. Yeah. Some of the plays that we did were hilarious. There was a couple of the times where, you know, we would hand it off to the wide receiver and then the wide receiver would throw it back to the quarterback who was running down the field. Huh. Yeah. Is the quarterback an eligible receiver? I guess so. Interesting. <laughs> didn't you know? Didn't expect that. Yeah, trick plays, man. That's when you pull out all the stops. Yeah, that's I when mean, you do that's, just crazy. You probably only crazy have stuff. a couple of you know two point conversion plays in your playbook. Yeah. So after you know the fourth <laughs> fourth time you have to go for two, you're just like, oh my god, what do we got? Uh, here, <laughs> you take the ball and then throw it back to me. Yeah. Like, okay, guys, we tried everything. We need to do something else. This is not working out. Seven overtimes. The funny yeah. bit, though, was the fact that uh, the game uh, was West, we were supposed to do a Western hockey game afterwards. Yeah. Um, and I, not I, I haven't gotten seven overtimes. Yeah, that was the thing. There was we were supposed to join the hockey game at Progress because the hockey game was supposed to start at seven, and the football game was still going on at seven. I think the football game got done at like eight thirty. Okay. So I'm wondering, like, how much of the hockey game did we actually? Not much. I'll have to go look at the log to see when we switched over to the hockey game. And how kind much of sucks of for anyone who was hoping to hear the hockey game. Like, too bad. Football. Incredible lots football. And lots of football. Yeah. Uh, As opposed to the Michigan game. Yes. Which did not go into overtime. <laughs> no, no, it did not. Oh. But did include five turnovers. Yeah. I have to say, I'm very impressed with the Michigan defense holding Michigan State to 14 points 
given the number of attempts of the Michigan offense to let them score more points. But still, five turnovers, you're not going to win a game. Right. Well, but that's my point. Like, the, the offense was just saying, like, here's the ball. Take it. See if you can score. And just, oh. Do you know how many first downs Michigan State had in the second quarter or the second half? How many? One. <laughs> really? Yeah. Michigan's defense stepped up their game for the second half. Unfortunately, Michigan's offense didn't. Michigan needs to find a quarterback. Which is kind of funny that, you know, Harbaugh is your coach. Yeah. (laughs) And hasn't been able to find a good quarterback yet or train one. So that was okay. That's sports. That's not even actual, you know, those caught our fancy, though. We 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 do sports. We talk about sports sometimes. Right. Mm hmm. Well, we could, we, could, we could segue that into television because we have a couple of TV-ish newses. TV-ish newses? Mm-hmm. All right. Hit me. Netflix is increasing their prices. Damn it. Yep. But only on their two top-tier services. The bottom-tier service is still remaining the same price. Yeah, the one screen in standard definition is still $8 a month. But the but ten the ten dollar HD plan with two screens simultaneously is up to eleven dollars a month, and the four K streaming on four screens simultaneously is going to be fourteen dollars per month. Damn it! It's starting to get expensive again. The whole reason to go to Netflix was to not have to pay the same amount as your cable bill. I'm sorry, but Netflix will have to quadruple their prices before they even get close to our to cable your cable bill. bill. Yeah. Okay. Granted, you know, I wouldn't have been able to. Granted, I wasn't able to watch the. <laughs> the uh, Western Michigan football game because it got moved to ESPN uh, U instead of being on ESPN 3. And ESPN U is not part of our cable package, even though like we have a whole bunch of other ESPN channels. But yeah, no, Netflix is uh, increasing their prices. Which, I mean, they have to make money. But they are making money, though. Are they? Aren't they? I don't know. Is Because Net- Netflix is still They're a getting company, money from right? somewhere. They're funding all these new shows that they're making. Oh, Netflix stock... Let's see. Yeah, Netflix is a publicly traded company. Yep, it's I think NETF or NETX. NFLX. NFLX. Sure. Netflix. Um, well, there's stock like the price increase. Yeah, shareholders are saying that yes, it's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. According to uh, content obligation growth versus out- growth outpaces revenue. So the amount. Oh, they're spending too much on their new shows. Yeah, I see. Netflix's free cash flow over the trailing twelve months sits at negative three point one billion. How can you have a negative free cash flow? Over the last twelve months, it's you've spent three point one billion more than um, you've brought in. You brought okay. in. So yeah, according to this random chart, it looks like their revenue is somewhere in the ten ten thousand million, whatever. The ten thousand million. That's that's ten, ten million, and their obligation is looks like sixteen billion. Am I reading this right? I don't know. What are you reading? A, a chart on Forbes. It's part of the Netflix uh, stock. Yeah. Okay. At the end of second quarter seventeen, content obligations told fifteen point seven billion, and their revenue stream is only at ten billion. Okay. So yeah, they're just, so they're uh, spending more than they're making. Yes. And so they're going to raise the price by a dollar. Or really $2. puts into perspective puts into perspective the like if everyone who listened just contributed one dollar we'd meet our goals from all those public radio membership drives all those public and that Wikipedia mm-hmm. little thing that if everyone pops who up uses right. Wikipedia just donated like a quarter yep I need to start doing I feel like I need to do that it's actually you donate know, to Wikipedia well no just you know I know raising like, money like what no donate money okay because you so know the, the religion always has like the the tithing right. Yeah, well, not always, but Christianity does, yes. Is that really just a Christianity thing? I don't know. I know that we don't pass the collection plate during, uh, like, Friday prayers at Sabbath. Okay, Orthodox Jews practice it. Traditional Jewish law and practice included various forms of tithing. Okay. New Testament scriptures are seen as teaching the concept of freewheel authorings as means of supporting the church and does not actually teach tithing i mean we paid membership dues is that the same 
Uh, the Catholics, the payment of tithes was adopted from the old law and early writers speak of it as a divine ordinance and an obligation of conscience rather than any direct command by Jesus Christ. Hmm. So probably referring it back to the Torah or the, the Old Testament or yeah, Old Testament stuff rather than, you know, actual Christianity. Yep. Hmm. The more you know. Every time somebody says the more you know, I have to do a hand motion with that. I, I did the hand motion, too. You just, it, it's just. It's right natural. There. Yeah. Right. You just, you wave that. It's almost like a Jedi mind trick wave. <laughs> the more you know. The new Star Wars trailer is coming out tomorrow. Well, Monday for those who. Uh, probably already out now yes. that you're listening to this. Nice. Tickets go on sale, too. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. What time? If I know. Okay. <laughs> I, I think you would have to look at your... Uh, I have to check with Marcus Theater and be like, how do I secure tickets? Okay, Celebration Cinema tickets on sale Monday night. Really, you're not going to tell me how to get that? You're just going to say tickets go on sale Monday night? That's it? Yep. That's all you're going to yep. tell me? That's all they're going to say. Rah! Tickets on sale tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. That's all it says. It's tickets on sale tomorrow. Can I book a group? Oh, I could try and rent it. <laughs> Uh, no. Oh, oh my God. Get, I can get Thor Ragnarok tics, tickets already. Thursday, December 14th at... Well, come back here. 6 p.m. is the first showing. Can I make that December 14th? I think I'm not doing anything except working. Ooh, Thor Ragnarok IMAX 2D. Nice. Ooh, I'm excited for that. When is that out? Uh, November 3rd. Okay. Oh my gosh, there's a 2D IMAX version. Yay. Did you know there's a My Little Pony movie that's out? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> what do you mean, unfortunately? It's a My Little Pony movie. How do I yeah. know that's out? I don't know. How do you know that's out? I don't know either, but somehow I know there's, there's, there's one out. That's I don't know how. Okay, but like you know who's, who, whose voices those are, right? Oh, I have a feeling it's somebody famous. I mean, it's Tara Strong. Oh, she's she's the main voice in My Little Pony. I just kind of like I wonder which if I were to go to see this movie, how many like how many bronies will there be versus how many like six year old girls will there be? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I kind of want to take the latest showing so that I know it'll have the fewest kids there. <laughs> There's a showing tonight at 945 p.m. Well, there was it was kind of like um uh what was I I went to go see the uh the re-release of the Iron Giant. Oh god, that had to be a bunch of everyone. Yeah, it was a very diverse group of people there because there were some, you know, parents who brought their kids, you know, and then there was some older couples there and it was a bunch it was it was a very mixed group. Mhm. Mm and they're like, you know, oh, stay afterwards for exclusive content for, you know, the, the Blu-ray re-release or something like that. It was like, it was a two-minute trailer talking about the specials on the Blu-ray. And I'm like, really? Yeah, because they wanted you to buy it. Mm -hmm. Right, other TV news. Other news from television. Is is Netflix really TV news? I'm, hmm... Heck, I, you guess, I guess you watch it on your TV. You watch it on your TV. I mean, for goodness sakes, there are Netflix shows winning Emmys. Yeah, but where is the line drawn between, like, TV and movie now? That Well, it's probably all about the structure and the content. Google Fiber. Google Fiber, yes. You were speaking about television, and I assume you're talking about Google Fiber? Yes, because Google Fiber, in the two newest markets, Louisville and San Antonio will not be providing TV service. I didn't know that Google Fiber included TV service. Well, yeah, that was part of the thing there, because they were, they were trying to go directly at AT&T U-verse. Because AT&T U-verse was fiber plus television. It was, you know, before AT&T bought DirecTV. Uh, you lost me in corporate names. Sorry. AT&T U-verse was AT&T's internet and television service. Right. Got that. Yeah. Okay. So that's what Google Fiber was trying to fight against, was like, hey, you know, AT&T's got this one plan that's got both TV and internet attached to it. That's right. kind of what their mentality was. It's like, yeah, we're going to do internet and TV, and we're going to do it way better than AT&T. Okay. Then AT&T, AT you know. AT&T was like, no, because we control the lines. Yeah. And they bought DirecTV, and so they shifted their U-verse television over to the satellites and then put more bandwidth into the cable, the wiring, the, the fire. Okay. 
now, so now to Fiber, compete against that, Google is saying, oh, we, we can't do much with TV. Nope, they are now dropping TV service. And let's be realistic. How many people were actually using Google Fiber for television? Probably not a lot. So now it's just Google Fiber for the Internet. Yep. What it was supposed to be. Yeah, they have said more and more people are moving away from traditional methods of viewing television content. Customers today want to control what, where, when, and how they get content. Whether it's through YouTube TV, Hulu, Netflix, or more specific targeted services, there are so many ways to watch what you want when you want it. Correct. Why would you want a television service? Yes. Um, and so they're not offering in the new ones. And in uh, Charlotte, where Google Fiber is already in place and still offering television, um, the Fiber 1000 Plus TV is now going up to $150 per month. Ooh, that is expensive. Mm-hmm. The cost of providing TV programming continues to rise as an explanation for the cost hike. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Wait, isn't that why Netflix is raising their prices? Yep. So what I'm hearing, just to be clear, from everyone in the the TV industries, making TV shows is expensive. You should pay us more. Yep. And the the cable, uh, the television networks are saying, you know, hey, especially, uh, you know, it's expensive. We we want you to pay us more to, you know, do this there. And, you know, the retransmission fees of your local broadcaster to get put on your cable provider is also a big hoopla as well. It's just... When did... I thought... The whole point of TV was they they sell you the advertisements. They don't sell you the advertisements. They sell well. They sell companies time for the advertisements. Yes, and then they 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 sell that they can advertise to you. Yes, and that was supposed to be their primary source of income. Used to be. Then the cable companies came along, and the retransmission fees were instigated. But I have to pay even more to watch stuff that I'm getting advertised to in. Yep, sucks for me as the consumer. Uh, Okay, here we go. Just a quick thing from the USA Today. In 2008, retransmission consent fees, the money that TV stations get from cable and satellite providers for right to carry their signals, made up only 4.5% of the station owner's revenue. In 2012, it was 14.5%. And now it's 23% of the total TV station revenue. Wow, that is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It's a big increase there. Yep. So long story short, TV is getting more expensive to produce, and those expenses are being pushed to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Joy. Yep. All right. Well, that's uh, that's television. Mm-hmm. We can talk about video games, maybe. Could. We got some of those on here. Right. right? It's, it's tied to television. It's what you and I use our TVs for, or at least it's what I usually use my TV for. No, that's not true anymore. I use my TV for Netflix now. We use our TV for cable and Netflix. Uh, PlayStation credit card. Yep. Why is there a PlayStation credit card? That is an excellent question, (laughs) but there is. There is, no joke, an actual now PlayStation-branded Visa credit card. But, I... (laughs) Huh? So instead of getting, you know, cash back or points or something, well, you get you get points back rather than cash back, but they're Sony reward points. Do you at least get a favorable exchange rate on that? Um, well, if you if you apply and you're accepted, first thing off, you get a fifty dollar uh, credit towards PlayStation Store. You get um, five points for every dollar spent at the PlayStation Store. So five percent back. Yes, five percent back assuming, for the PlayStation Store. Assuming that a point is a cent. Yeah. Uh, you get 10% off subscriptions to PlayStation Music now in view in the form of statement credits. Uh, if you buy other Sony products and you fill out a bonus points form, you also get five points for their every dollar. Uh, you get three points for every dollar if you use the card to pay off your cell phone bill. And you get a dollar for every other point spent, or you get a point for every dollar spent on anything else. Um, wow. And if you spend at least $3,000 with the card in the span of a year, you get half off a plus subscription, Woo. which is $30. To be clear, that's half off of something that you would get more money for by paying for with that card. Yeah, you would get uh, the PlayStation. If right, you, you, did get five, you get five points back on things that you buy like on the Sony store, right? Or is it yes. just on anything that you buy? No, it's the stuff that you buy on the stone, right. on the PlayStation so store. The, the thing is, the last thing you want to do with that card is use the points in the store. That's why I like the Amazon card, because I can just trade it for a statement credit. Yeah, no, that's... You should, you should not use your Amazon card to get Amazon points. 
Yeah, that's the dumbest thing possible. Because spending that money on Amazon gets you a statement credit. Mm-hmm. With Now with the Amazon Prime card, I get, what, 5% back? 5%. Everything on Amazon is reduced by 5%. Unless you use those points to pay for something. I had to try to explain that to a, a boomer, and he just could not understand and piece that together. Yeah, no, it's... He's it's, like, but if I use the points, it's free. Like, but it doesn't work that way, Jesse. Don't do... No. No. Yeah, no. It's we, not free. You paid for it already. Uh, what did we... We used our most of our, our bank of statement credits for our trip down to Florida. Nice. So we had like $234 of statement credits or something like that. So I just, you know, as soon as we got back from Florida, I said, hey... Throw those statement credits on this bill. Yep. Go. But yeah, so there's a PlayStation credit card now, which you know, they, they say, I'll, hey, one of the one of the bonuses is that, uh, you know, there's no annual fee. Same with any number of other cards. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, that's uh, this. It just it seems dumb. But people are going to, you know, drink the PlayStation Kool-Aid, I guess. I, I guess. I'm just wondering how long before Microsoft says, well, wow, that's a fucking good idea. I feel like this is like the the store credit card on steroids. Granted, this is this is exactly the store credit card. It's not even on steroids. It's literally the store credit card. Hopefully, the APR is better than. Let's see, what was the Best Buy store card? Probably like twenty percent. No, I think it was like twenty seven percent last time I looked at it. Oh Jesus! Where it's? I mean, they have to publish it, right? So if we start digging, store credit cards. So you earn five points on. PlayStation Store, five points on PlayStation products, three points on mobile phone bills, and one point on all other purchases. Uh, okay, Amazon Visa card is 22.74%. Kohl's card is 23.99%. Walmart MasterCard is 23.4%. Oh, shit, I'm going to go pay off all my credit cards right now while I'm thinking about that. Don't you already have that set up to do every month? Uh, I actually do it manually because I want to know how much I'm spending. Uh, Best Buy credit card. Uh, Pricing and terms. Here we go. It's got to be in here somewhere. 26.24%. Ouch. I knew it was something up there high. Yeah. Store credit cards. Oof. They're awful. They're awful. And now with the the Equifax break, like, they're really awful. And we should probably just stop doing that. Yeah, but the, what is the credit card? Is it student debt or is it credit card debt that's the largest? Uh, I think student debt is the largest. I know, I know they're one, too. I know that for a fact. I mean, we have a debt-based economy, right? Yeah. That's, how we ma- that's how we produce money in the economy is with debt. Speaking of debt and economics and everything, yeah, uh, somebody posted an article on Business Insider saying that Amazon might be lowering the rate of inflation globally. Amazon is lowering global inflation. Yes. When they say that, do they mean like lowering it in a good way? Like we're we're standardizing inflation across countries? Okay, this is the quote here. Um, While globalization was the meme of the 2000s, this decade has to be the Amazonization. Amazonization. Amazonization of commerce. Given the bulk of the cost of goods is distribution costs, Amazon's unique distribution model and widening range of products could impart a new disinflationary impulse on goods prices. So Amazon is being able to sell things so cheaply that it's lowering the price of goods around the world. Huh. That sounds like a good thing. Right? I guess so. Tell me how it's a bad thing. I don't know. That's the <laughs> Hans will probably tell you this, though. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited to hear from Hans of how this is a good or bad thing. Yeah. Or maybe he should just have his, his students write up a report about why it's good or bad. They're there also, you go. There's a fun homework, right? Like, yeah. read this article and then examine it and, like, make sure it actually makes sense. At the same time, I like the other one here is they talk about the app-based gig economy. Things like, hey, TaskRabbit and yep. Tackle. And what was the – I saw a couple commercials Uber. the other day. Uh, Deliveroo, a, Uber, Lyft. Fiverr. Yep. So, they, you know, they're all technically self-employed, so they can't really, you know, argue for higher wages. Hmm. So, yeah, companies affecting the world because of cheap goods. I'm okay with this. Like, so far, I don't see or hear a downside. Granted, I haven't really read through the article, so I don't know too much well, about it. The problem Amazonization. I, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a mouthful right there. The Amazonization. 
Amazonization. There we go. Amazonization, Amazonization. of inflation. Yeah. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I, okay, so the, the problem I had, though, was, um, so things are cheap on Amazon, right? Ish. Yes. Sometimes. Well, usually. It, well, it's kind of like the, the radio, well, I couldn't say that's, it, you know, Amazon was directly involved in Radio Shack, you know, going out of business. That's partially Amazon Radio Shack's own fault. Radio Shack. Um, no, but, not, so not even going to, not even going to jump on that one. Nope. <laughs> Just it was, that, ignore was a, it. that was a good one though. I, I do have to say the buggles might be, uh, might approve of that one. You think so? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. But, uh, so I was working on some stuff yeah. and I could, uh, I couldn't find my 110 and 66 punch block punch down tool. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a very esoteric tool, especially the 66 punch block side, which is what That's- I needed. 110 is more common now because that's what you used for punching down for jacks and most uh, Ethernet connections. Okay. Esoteric, right? Not not esoteric. Isoteric. Isoteric. No, esoteric. Eso. Yes, ESO. You're right. Right. Okay. So couldn't find the tool and I'm sitting there going like, oh crap, you know, I need to, I need to get another one of these things here. So I got a whole bunch of wiring that I need to punch down. Okay. What the hell does this tool do? It punches. I'm looking at it and it looks like a friggin' torture machine. A a 66 block punch down tool? I'm looking at the 110. Oh, look at the, look at the, the 110. Yeah. 66 block punch down. Okay. I still do not know what these are. Just Google 66 block. And then you'll see a picture of that. 66 block Just images. like look at one of the images. Okay. It's for mounting wires and thing. It's wiring. Yes. I guess. It's, it's all wiring. Old... 66 block used to be basically done for phone stuff. Okay. Yep. But the, the radio industry kind of said, hey, these punch blocks are actually pretty good. We can use them for more than just phones. So, you know, they do audio wiring with these sort of things. Okay. So I needed to run some audio wiring. So I needed to get my punch down tool, but that didn't exist. And nobody really locally was selling one, you know, either A, they didn't have any in stock or B, I always love this part where, you know, you, you search online, hey, is this available? And they're like, yeah, it's available if you order it and we could have it to you in, you know, three to five days. Like, dang it, Amazon. You know, I Amazon's great unless you need it today. Yeah. Although in the near future, that may change. Yes. Maybe if I was in a place like Chicago or something, I could probably get the, you know, today. Yeah. So here's what I have for you, Andy. Oh, I, I'm already subscribed to Cable Fail. Oh, OK. That's fine then. I am uh, also subscribed to Cable Porn as well. I, Andy, you don't need to share that. No, go look at look at cable porn. It's like the the opposite Don't, of cable fail. To be clear, do not go and Google ga- cable porn. You will find like pornography providers for cable. I know what cable porn the subreddit is, Andy. That's what yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm subscribed to that subreddit as well. Yes, I understand that. It's just that's not what you said. You didn't say I'm subscribed to the cable porn subreddit. You just said I am subscribed to cable porn. Okay, I I searched Google for cable porn. Yeah. First one. Safe search on. Uh, do I have safe search on? I don't know. Let's see. Settings. No, safe search is not on. Okay. So this is this is the raw Google response. Yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, first one is the cable porn subreddit, followed by the imager. Cable group. porn. Yeah. Followed yep. by the Pinterest cable management. Two of them, actually. Uh, Spiceworks has uh, a cable management thing there. Twitter has a cable porn hashtag. There's a Facebook group. Plate Tech USA has 17 neat cable bundles that will delight your OCD. Mm-hmm. And CE Pro, which is actually subscribed to that magazine as well. Install or share 24 horrifying wire wiring messes. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Dave, but you are incorrect. All right. all right. All right. Evidently, cable porn is now mainstream enough. God, some of these wiring. Oh, that would be why it's called porn. No, no. I'm looking at the fails right now. Some of them are. Oh, just, OK. Oh, my God. How different how, different kind of shuddering. Yes. No, this is bad. I mean, I could send you a picture of what I've got below the desk. Oh, I could show you pictures of how some of the stuff is wired up at work. You should post the pictures of how some of the stuff is wired up at work. No, because it's bad. Yeah, so that's cable fail. Oh, yeah, no, I think I've posted one. On, I'll have to look through my Reddit history. Hold on. Uh, submitted. Yep, I posted that one. That's pretty gross. I think I saw that one. 42 comments. Cool. 
of the oh my god that looks so awful yeah variety yep did you post the what happened after you you went through and fixed it uh because i haven't fixed it yet no oh so it still looks like that yeah yeah it does that's gonna be like a weekend project or something like you've got like an afternoon free you're like what should i do i guess i'm gonna go and recable that thing oh no there's so many other things i have to do instead Oh, well, that's too bad because mm-hmm. that really needs to be recabled. Yep. Holy shit. And it's just in a tangle on the floor. Yep. So, talking about infrastructure stuff. <laughs> and, you know, I, problems. I have to throw up a little bit. Uh, there, there's, there's major infrastructure problems in Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. Since their entire infrastructure just got quite literally blown away by a tornado. Yeah, literally got flattened. Um, Alphabet is going to bring Project Loon to Puerto Rico. Project Loon was the floating uh, weather balloons with Wi-Fi access. Well, cellular access, but yes. Cellular access, okay. Yep. The FCC last on, on Friday uh, gave the company a green light to fly 30 balloons over Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands for up to six months. Cool. So they plan on uh, covering, I think, like the whole island with uh, cell phone service with 30 balloons uh, floating 12.5 miles above the Earth. So pretty damn good coverage. Yeah, each balloon can cover uh, 1,930 square miles. So that's like 100 miles on a side, right? Yeah. No. 1,000 square miles? One, uh, almost 2,000 square miles. Almost 2,000 square miles. That's... Uh, 40 miles on a side. Well, yeah, about 45 miles on a side. Uh, Square miles of Puerto Rico. Uh, Puerto Rico itself is 3,515 square miles. Right. But my, my point of it is, like, calling something in square miles is not useful. True. How many square miles is Kalamazoo? I don't know. What is the distance from one side of Kalamazoo to the other? Uh, 25 square miles. That is not the distance from one side to the other. Sorry, I just looked up the square mile right. area. for. Oh, but, but it's much more useful to know that Kalamazoo is about five miles from end to end. Yes. Right? Pretty much, yes. So calling it 2,000 square miles is much less helpful than calling it about 45 miles across. Yes, that makes yes, that makes much more sense. So forty five miles across, that could probably cover Kalamazoo all the way out to Battle Creek. That's about it's about thirty miles. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's actually not bad. Granted, the uh, handsets in Puerto Rico may need updates to use the balloon connected service. Oh no, because the what the balloons do is the balloons kind of act as a cellular tower sort of thing there. And they connect to the surviving wireless network ground structures and ground stations. Oh, but there, there isn't much of that. No. Like, there aren't very many ground structures left. But, you know, it will try and connect to the, the regular, the infrastructure that's left. Yeah, whatever is there, whatever yep. it can figure out. So, yeah, no, they're, uh, they're going to try out Loon in Puerto Rico to see if this is, you know, a viable solution yeah. for temporary cell phone service. So that's for their, their phones. Uh, and then Tesla is talking with Puerto Rico about rebuilding their entire power grid. Good. <laughs> on solar and battery. Oh, very good. The entire Puerto Rico power grid. I, I, I could see that being a possibility. I mean, you know, they, they happen to get a fair amount of sun in the Caribbean. When it's not raining. When it's not raining or Having, you know, spent a couple of weeks in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah. You were there for almost a month, weren't you? No, just two weeks. Two weeks? Okay. Yeah. Hence a to, couple of weeks. Yeah. I need to figure out what I'm doing with my two weeks in Australia. You could probably ask. Reminder: We're we're going to have to not record for a little bit. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll work on something. Just double checking. That's when PAX Australia happens, right? Yep. Okay. Is that the start or the end of your weeks? Uh, or is that in PAX the middle? PAX Aus is right yeah. in the middle. Okay. But I'm I'm traveling the first week, the 21st. Yeah. Uh, the 28th is PAX Aus, and I guess I could record the fourth, but the 21st and 28th are pretty much out. You mean the, uh, see, Sydney is currently at 7.07 a.m. right now. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't see that one going. Nope, not unless you want to stay up really late. No, 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 no. I mean, we could do it. No, 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 no. no. no doesn't so, work out. Speaking of Tesla, yeah. they, uh, because they have said, you know, that they're working with Puerto Rico and other stuff there, they are now delaying the Tesla unveiling again. No. The bet. The bet. (laughs) 
November 16th. Okay. What I need you to do yeah. is go onto Twitter yeah. and tweet at Elon Musk and say, hey, we have a bet going and you keep delaying it. We need to know, will it be over under 350 miles per gallon? Uh, not miles per gallon, uh, miles per tank. Per miles charge. per charge. Yeah. Well, somebody uh, did tweet Elon Musk and said, pretty sure we already saw it because can you just tweet some specs or something ahead of time due to delays? Right. Please. And Elon Musk responded with semi specs are better than anything I've seen reported so far. Yep. So you might be back in the running, Dave. We'll see. Because I don't know. So far is 200 to 300 miles and 350 is right there. So. Oh, man. November 16th now. If they want to do it, it's got to have a good range. Yep. Because no one's going to want to get their trucks. I mean, like, yeah, it saves a lot of money, but how much time is that going to cost? Even if you have another truck ready to go and all you need to do is swap the trailer, how much time does that add? I don't know. It, they've got to have some sort of ultra fast charging because right. you can like this. Besides, don't don't most truckers own their cab? Some of them do. Yes. Some of some them of actually them own their own truck. So like. I don't know, is Tesla planning on selling to them? Because if so, that's going to ruin them. Like, oh, yeah, I bought a new Tesla cab. I have to stop every 300 miles for two hours. Yeah, these the, the until they fix that, these are not going to replace the semi-trucks you see most of the time on the highways. Right. But that's what they're shooting for, and they want to replace them all. Mm-hmm. Ideally with uh, automated stuff. Yes. So that people don't actually need to even drive. But that's a whole other issue. Well, maybe. Because uh, according to uh, Waymo and a report that was released recently, Uh two anonymous sources have told that Google's self-driving car unit Waymo is preparing to launch a commercial ride-sharing service powered by self-driving vehicles with no human safety drivers as soon as this fall in Phoenix, Arizona. As soon as this fall? Yes. Um, Do you know what month it is? It's October. Yes, I know. I believe it's fall, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Just checking. So when they say this fall, they mean now. That's why the article said it could be months away because, you know, this fall is not very specific. Right. But I mean, typically this fall refers to Q3. It's not going to come out in December and call it the fall. I guess it could because most of December is technically fall. Mm -hmm. Especially out in Arizona. Yep. That's always the weird thing, right? Like most of December is considered fall. Until you get into late December because you got to have a white Christmas. Well, it it just snows during the fall, Andy. It has nothing to do with what the name of the season is. I know. Sometimes I wonder. You say I know, but sometimes I do wonder. And then I stop wondering because I know. Um, So, yeah, so they're planning on uh, launching first in Chandler, a Phoenix suburb where they have done extensive testing. But they chose the Phoenix area for its favorable weather, its wide, well-maintained streets and relative lack of pedestrians because nobody (laughs) wants to be outside in that weather. No, no one walks outside in the heat. No. Well, that's cool. Uh, Uber and Lyft might might have something to say about it, as well as like Yellow Cab or any other taxi company out there. Well, wasn't Google working with Lyft? Did I did I remember? I vaguely remember that, but I, I mean, there's also been like lawsuits between Waymo and Uber. Uh, September 14th, Alphabet is reportedly mulling a $1 billion investment in Lyft. I think that's, I haven't heard anything else from that. September 17th. Let's see, this is the latest one. Nope, they, it's, they don't have any, it's all speculation. I don't have any confirmation articles. So yeah, no, self-driving taxis in Phoenix could be a thing this year. <laughs> Two other things that could be a thing this year. Uh, yeah. Sprint and T-Mobile. Spr- I, was, I was about to ask, how's uh, how are our two telcos that are courting each other looking? Uh, they supposedly... Um, they think they can do it this year? Yep, they're going to announce, supposedly, during their quarterly earnings at the end of October, that they are planning on merging. Granted... You know, it still has to go through the regulatory hurdles of the Justice Department, the FTC, and the FCC. Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, place your bets on the stock market. Not actually telling people to go place bets on the stock market, but pointing out that both T-Mobile and Sprint are publicly traded. 
Yeah, um, the big sticking point right now is see if there's some sort of breakup fee or not, because that was the thing with uh, AT&T and T-Mobile. AT&T, you know, wanted to buy T-Mobile, and then the government said no, and then AT&T had to pay $4 billion to T-Mobile because Which of the breakup fee. was a brilliant move by T-Mobile, right? Because yes. they had to know. They had to know it wasn't going to go through. Yeah, no, especially with the democratically led FCC. Yeah, no, that was not going to work. But, like, that was... That was then. Now we know that Sprint is owned by SoftBank, and SoftBank has been kind of looking to get rid of them. But SoftBank still might want some sort of, you know, cash insurance. Yeah. Well, the, the real question is who's purchasing who? Uh, T-Mobile is trying to purchase SoftBank. Buy out SoftBank. Yes. Right? They're not trying to actually acquire SoftBank. No. They're trying to buy out Sprint. There's no way T-Mobile yeah, no, that would not work. has enough funding to buy out SoftBank, but they are trying to buy Sprint out from SoftBank. Yes. So uh, last year, the quarterly reports were on October 24th and 25th. So sometime at the end of this month should hear what the deal is with that. Hmm. I don't think I have any Sprint stock anymore. I think I got rid of it all. Mm. Well, Sprint stock went down on this thing there and T-Mobile went up. Yep. Well, because T-Mobile is going to be getting stuff, and I don't know. I never understand the stock market. Is it possible to even understand the stock market? People try and figure it out all the time, and it never Yeah, works. I know they try. Yeah. They don't do a very good job of it, though, do they? Uh, other things that are happening, uh, there's a new BlackBerry phone that got unveiled. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm sorry. Say that, that last bit again. There's a new BlackBerry phone that was announced. No, no, something's still not clicking. I heard Which, there's a new something something. New BlackBerry phone. One more time. BlackBerry phone. There's Why? <laughs> I don't. Well, um, so, uh, supposedly it's right now only going to be launching in the UAE and Saudi Arabia. But, but, but why? RIM is still a company? I don't know, but there, there, there's a new BlackBerry phone. That's, that's all I got for you. Are they like, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> I thought they closed up shop and like retired in disgrace or just went to software like Sega did. Well, this phone is uh, built by TCL. Okay, I have no so, idea who that is. I don't know. It's TCL's second smartphone made specifically for BlackBerry Mobile, and okay. it's going to be running Android. So it's a BlackBerry-branded phone? I guess Because so. they didn't make the hardware, nope. and they're running Android. Yep. What does it, what does it look like? It looks like in just your average smartphone. Touchscreen, home button, camera on the back. Does it have anything that's, like, notably BlackBerry that stands out as BlackBerry? Uh, not really, no. Oh, my God, why? No physical keyboard. It has a physical home button, which, you know, doubles as a fingerprint sensor, but there's a BlackBerry logo on it. So, yeah, no, BlackBerry, new phone. I, okay. In other phone news, though, the Google uh, event was pretty much predicted exactly what happened. Pixels, 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 and more pixels. Pixel 2, Pixel 2 XL. Google Home Mini. Google Home Mini, Google Home Max. Did they really do a Mini and a Max? Yes, they did. Should have been a Mini and a Maxi. No, it was the Google Home Mini, which is, you know, four inches by an inch and a half. And then mm-hmm. the Google Max has two 4.5-inch woofers, so it looks exa- like an actual speaker. Uh, the new Pixelbook starts at $1,000. So we have the Chromebook, which is just like, use this for the internet. Yep. And the Pixelbook. But the Pixelbook looks like it's running Chrome OS. Uh, yes, it does look like that. So why is it so ridiculously expensive uh, if it's running Chrome OS? 512 gigabytes NVMe and a 7th generation Intel i7 processor. But uh, can it play Doom? I don't know. It, it almost certainly can, but like yes. you're not going to play anything else on it. For $1,000, do you know what I can get for a laptop for $1,000? Yeah, you can get a pretty good laptop for 1000 bucks. You can get a freaking amazing laptop for $1,000. If I'm going to spend $1,000 on a laptop, I want it to be more than a Chromebook. <laughs> So Google, 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 what's one of the Google clips, though? What was this? There's a little camera. Yeah. Just, yeah? Um, like, did you watch the event? Do you no. know what these are? Oh. Uh, it, it's kind of like a like a camera, but then you can also take still photos with it. I mean, you can take still photos with most cameras, can't you? Yeah. You mean it's like a video camera? Yes, it's a video camera that can also take still photos. So it's like a little security camera. Yes. It's a nanny cam. Okay, I'm done with that. The kicker, though, is the Google Pixel. The phone, no yes. headphone jack. 
God. Fucking damn it. Mountain View, stop listening to Cupertino. They're wrong. Both phones are going to have a USB-C charger, no wireless charging, and no headphone jack. That is a bad plan. Yes, but you can get the Pixel Buds, which are like the AirPods, but uh, you can activate Google Translate on the headphones to get real-time translations of conversations. Okay, that's cool, but also just uh, still bad. So it's a Google version of Babelfish. Yep, as I said, cool, but still bad. Yep. Um, topping way back to video games, specifically video games and and modifying video games. We have two topics about this. All right. Uh, one is just a fun little side diversion topic. Okay. Have you? I've I know I've sent you links to speed runs and had yes. said like Andy, you should watch this. Have you actually watched like a Super Mario Brothers speed run? Uh, the original. Yes, I have seen that one. Especially have you watched any of the? Have you watched any of the Super Mario sixty four speed runs? Uh, no, because I've never actually played Super Mario sixty four. Okay, so never played sixty four. Never played sixty four. I never <laughs> Do you had know the rough gameplay. Well, you're Mario. So yep, you're Mario. You're running around in a three D world, and each level has some number of stars and there's a way to collect stars. Some of them are like collect a hundred coins in the level, you get a star. Uh, go beat this little mini boss. You get a star win this race. You get a star do this thing. You get a star. Gotcha. And speedrunners have have different categories for this, right? There's the get every star possible. There's beat the game as quickly as possible. There's beat the game with as few stars as possible. There's like all these different things beat, you know, beat the game with only using this button, which is kind of weird. Um, one of the, the categories is like the 70 star race, which is one of the lower end of like, this is the minimum you need to actually beat the game. And there's a mod for Super Mario 64, which turns it into a multiplayer game. Oh, now that's a little strange. But the idea is you and up to, I think, 15 other people. So 16 people are all playing at the same time. And so you all enter the different levels at the same time because it's a very open world right you can go to all these different levels you just have to have some number of stars to get into them and so like they'd all go into the first level and all collect different stars from the first level and then they'd all go to different worlds and start collecting the stuff so you can be parallel processing right you can work through the different levels very very quickly make sense yes so do that where you have 10 people playing the same game at the same time in the same world so that they can all collect stars in theory 10 times as fast yes versus a single speed runner oh geez so this is it's kind of like those chess matches where you have you know like 10 people versus one guy all playing different chess games yes except the 10 people are all on the same board okay the speed runner won oh geez spoiler alert the speed runner wins <laughs> but it's really cool because it's just like here's 10 people all playing super mario 64 versus one person playing super mario 64 and even though they get uh, an early lead and they maintain it for a while he just towards those last levels they're so hard he just comes back so worth watching if you've got uh if you've got a chance it's about an hour long and you can always watch it at 1.25 so you get it a yep. little faster hmm. The other video game hacking news comes from the SNES Classic. Yes, if you can actually get your hands on one. I'm hoping to. Um, people have figured out a way to add their own ROMs to the hardware. What? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Now I really want one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's you know, you want to get started adding your own ROMs to the SNES Mini today. This is the only method I'm aware of which will allow you to do this. Granted... You know, uh, the NES Classic also has a way of adding uh, custom ROMs to it. So now I really, 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 really want one of both of these. That's really cool. I didn't think that you were going to be able to. I thought it was going to be locked down hard. Uh, okay, so the, this is the NES Classic. Uh, prepping the system to add more games is relatively straightforward, requiring a game saved in the first Super Mario Brothers slot, connected to this, connecting the system to a computer with the included USB cable and booting up the tiny system into fell mode. Once prepped, an owner simply has to follow the instructions found on the Reddit thread. Somebody has loaded 84 games onto their um, NES Mini, and it looks like 90 games may be the limit. But yeah, no, it's possible now at the end to do that with that one, and somebody has figured out how to do it with the SNES. I'm excited. So I'm excited. Okay, well, now I need to get one of these things. Because that's just really cool. Unless, of course, I could put them on my Switch instead, which would be even cooler. Mm -hmm. Damn, that sounds awesome. 
I was doing a, a bit of reading about the different games that come on, and a lot of places have done reviews in the last couple of days of, like, here's the games, and then a lot of places have been putting up, like, here's the games that they should have put onto it. And I was looking at that list, I'm like, oh, man, that's the stuff that Andy and I came up with. Yep. I mean, the SNES was the console when we were growing up, so. Yep. We knew. Mm-hmm. We knew. I mean, they they did put a lot of the really good games on there. Oh, yeah. There it is again. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. With a little bit of Minnesota in there. Why? Right. So You're not uh, we should, Minnesotan. We we need to hit the randoms. Okay. Because we're getting to that point. We're getting to that point. Uh, yep. AOL Instant Messenger is shutting down in December. I know, which is sad, because that's literally how Kate and I really started, you know. Talking. Yeah. Dating. Pretty Getting much, to know yeah. each other. Getting to know each other was through AIM. Yeah. So. All of us. All of yeah. us, all of us. That was our, our method of communication. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have a review to do, sir. Yes. I'm reviewing Scategories. That's an app. old game. Oh, the app. Wait, is it Scategories yes. or Scattergories? Uh, Scattergories. Okay. There's an R in there. There's two R's, technically. Yes. Scattergories. Yes. So it's an app. Yeah. It's Scattergories. It, yeah. Um, do you want to explain Scattergories? Scattergories, for those who don't, uh, who've never played the game, is, uh, there's, it would be a, you'd be all sitting around a table, it's a board game, um, and somebody would roll a die. It's a 26-sided die that has a letter for each, letter for the alphabet. And so you'd roll the die, and the letter would come up B. And then somebody would start the timer, you'd all flip open your book, and then the book would be a list of some number of topics, and you all have to think of something that starts with the letter B for said topic. So thing would be like ice cream flavor. B would be bubblegum. Something like that, right? Yeah. Or, and then the next one would be like, you know, famous politician, and you could do Bill Clinton, that sort of thing. There. So you, you have to... Baba Ganoush sort of thing. That, that is not a politician. That's not a politician? Baba Ganoush. I'll wait. Somebody... I'll wait. Go look it up. Baba... Oh, that is a recipe. Oh. <laughs> it's an eggplant. <laughs> That's an eggplant dish. That's not a it's, politician. It's like an eggplant puree. It's not yeah. a politician. But now I know what I want to name my next Pathfinder character. Thank you. <laughs> ba- Baba Ganoush. I'm going to name him Baba Ganoush. It's like me naming my... Uh... Orc Barbarian, Herc. Herc? Yeah. Instead of Hulk. Yeah, Herc Smash. But Herc was a pacifist. Yes, yes he was. Until he got hit. Then he raged. Okay. I just read uh, World War Hulk, by the way. Ooh. Maybe I'll do that uh, next my review. Right. Keep going. Categories. We've explained yeah. what it is. So, how yeah. Is it, so, how is it an app? Because it's like a it's a party game. Yes, it is a party game. And so there are different modes that you can play in the app. You know, you can challenge friends, kind of like words with friends sort of thing there. But, it, you know, categories. So, you know, you would fill out your thing. You would challenge the other person. They would fill out the same list. And, you know, whoever gets the most points wins. But they also have, you know, daily challenges, which have certain, you know, rules. Um, and they have, you know, d- they have what they call uh, chapter bonuses, which this one is like famous people. Okay. There are specific rules that go along with that one. Like some of them have like extremely long lists and then uh, random letters. So one, you know, you could do all famous people, but you have to figure out somebody with A, B, C, and it just r- picks random letters for people. And you just play against people on just randomly on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Also kind of like words with friends. So it's uh it's categories. Um there are ads and there are ads after every single game you play. And these games only last about 30 to 45 seconds, maybe 60 seconds. So you finish that and then it's a 30 second ad you have to sit through in order to play again. So you're literally spending about a third of your time sitting there waiting for the ad to finish before you can play again. Ugh. Now you can disable the ads, but that costs $3. Oh no, a whole $3. Well, it's it's still three bucks, and you know if you're getting Google rewards, three dollars takes you a little while to get. Sure. So uh, the the problem with categories is the fact that you know it's take Baba game. Ganoush for an example, famous yeah. politician. If I put down Baba Ganoush, everybody around the table could go, "No, it's not a politician." And then you know you have a vote, and you know if the vote comes against you, you have to cross it out. And you don't get points. The computer well, there's doesn't no do real, that. The computer no will real, check? Well, they, they will check, but uh, to put it in perspective, I'm doing the famous persons challenge. Yeah. I'm just thinking of any name that starts with that letter. So K, if I can't think of you know a famous person, I'll just put down Kevin, and I'll just go on. And then it will be B, and I'll put Bill, and then it'll go on. And it'll be C, but, and I'll put Charles. But, but Charles who? 
It doesn't matter. The game will still accept Charles you as a correct answer. You should try chocolate. Well, no, some of the things won't work. Okay, so it, it checks if it's like, is that a name? Yeah, it looks like a name. That looks like, there's somebody famous with that name, sure. And so it'll give you points. And so sometimes these points are just like, really? And you can't argue against the computer if it's a correct answer for your opponent. This does not sound like a very good implementation of this game. It's got problems, yes. <laughs> it's most definitely got problems. So it's just like, okay, you know, it's categories. It, it, it's fun, you know, if you want to just, you know. This sounds like it would have been a great game for a tablet with a bunch of phones. Yes. Or even just a bunch of phones. Like, it doesn't even need the tablet. No. You but, get everyone you know, into I'm... a room, and you sit down, and the timer starts, and you all type in, and then the timer's over, and it just plays out like the normal game. Yes. But yeah, no, this one, like if I challenged you, Dave, and you put down for a famous person, you just put down Bill yep. and it gave you the points. I can't argue against that going, hell, hell no, that's not a right answer. Bill, Bill who? Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, Bill Nye, Bill Clinton. What Bill are you talking, you know, you just put down Bill. Bill down And the accepted road. that and there's no, there's no consequences for it. So Bill, Bill the shuttle driver, don't you know him? Yeah. Who are you to say he's not famous, Andy? So some of these, some of these, you know, things there match you against multiple people. And so it's just a race to try and get as many answers down. It's kind of like the the shotgun effect. You just throw it all against the wall and see what sticks. It's just, you know, that's gross. Not how the game is played. But according to the app, that's how the game is played. So yeah, no, $3 if you want to get rid of the ads, which are extremely long compared to the amount of time that you actually play the game. And, you know, some of these answers are just completely ridiculous and you can't really, you know, argue against it all that much. So yeah, that's the, uh, that's scattergories for you. So you're not going to continue to play this. I, I do every once in a while because some of them are just, Why? you know, I got, I got a, you know, I got a. There are so many other things you could be doing with your time and energy. Yeah. I repeat. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's. This it's is what I've, what I've learned. Right. This is what I've learned with certain mobile games. Like there comes a point where you say, you know what? This was a bad game and delete it. Do you yeah, know how many here that, how that many games there are? There's so many games out there. Stop. Why spend your time with bad games? Yes. Right. Why spend your time playing bad games? We live in a glorious age where there are hundreds of thousands of good mobile games. So, yes, categories. It's Okay. Go delete it. <laughs> All right. There are I'll go do that right now. So many better games you can play. Uninstall. There we go. Yes. Would you like to uninstall? Yes, I would like to uninstall. Yes. Yes. I, uninstall it. Get rid of it. I need to go do a purge, actually, of mine. Yeah, there's a bunch of things I need to purge, including my desktop and my work computer. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. Random topic. Yes. Rolled ahead of time. And this is so weird. <laughs> that's... Of course it is. I, yeah, it's a random topic. That's that's for sure. Yep. Uh, Fred Rogers... Worry wakes you up as he uses an axe to knock down your door while you are sleeping and says, come with me if you want to live. And? That's that's it. That's all it ends at. Is Fred just, Rogers wakes you up as he uses an axe to knock down no, your door. There's no question in there. No, while you are sleeping and says, come just with me. While you're sleeping, door. Fred Rogers knocks open your door and says, come with me if you want to live. Yes, with an axe. With an axe. Well, I mean, yes. that's what he used to knock down the door. Very, um, very Shining-esque. It's like the Shining meets the Terminator. Granted, it's the Shining movie, not the book, because in the book... He knocks down the door with basically a croquet mallet. That would have been even more terrifying. Yeah, I know. I read that in the book and I'm like, you know, an axe. I get it. Yeah, an axe. You can easily, but breaks down the door using a freaking croquet. It was no, not croquet. Well, it's like I mean, rocher. You, what? Oh, how do I? Arrow, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember how to spell croquet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's French. So it's C-R-O-Q-U-E-T. Yeah, croquette. Croquette. Uh, there's it's a variation of what is it called? It's, it's like a roche, uh, roque, I think is the name of the, the version that's in the book. Uh, an American version of ro- roque. Oh, in any case. Sp- yeah. In any case, Fred Rogers. Yeah. Who's Mr. Dead. Rogers. Mr. Rogers, who is dead, somehow breaks down my door with an axe. Which, why would you do that? Why don't just knock? Because he needs to get into your house. Clearly. But an axe? Really? I, that wouldn't really work either because their outside doors are metal. That that wouldn't really work all that well. It's you know, it's. So he wants to get into your house. Yes. He gets into your house. Come with me if you want to live. Very Terminator. Okay. And then, 
I mean, it's Fred Rogers. So, A, he's dead. Or at least we we were told he's dead, right? That was back in, like, high school. Yeah, so either he's time-traveling. Or he wasn't actually dead and has been hiding for years. Yep. Or it's not, maybe it's not really Fred Rogers. Ooh. How's that for a scary thought? That. It's possible that it's not Mr. Rogers or he's a zombie. Oh, I don't want to go with this. If a zombie tells me, come with me if you want to live. I'm going to assume he means come with me if you want to live forever in eternal damnation as another zombie. I don't know, man. That's scary shit. Yeah, no, there's a lot of questions that beg to be asked about that. I have so many questions about why Mr. Rogers is here. Why is he coming for me? Yes. What did did I do to deserve this? And is he shouting? Like, I I have a hard time seeing Mr. Rogers shouting. Did he change into slippers? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so the process of, you know, having to use an axe to break down my door, he stops, sits on our bench, puts on some slippers, well, and a cardigan sweater. that changes whether or not it's actually Mr. Rogers, doesn't it? I don't know. Like, I, I had Mr. Rogers growing up as a, a, a show. I never really liked it, though. I certainly didn't spend a lot of time watching it. No, I have not either. But, yeah, uh... I, I, I go with him. Yes, that would... That would <laughs> with all of this going on here... I feel like I would have to go with him. That's just, it's just so weird. And there's no question. It's just, there it is. Okay, yes, Mr. Rogers breaks we down the door him. with an axe. Now, again, like, I want to make it clear, this is not just some dude named Fred Rogers. If some guy named Fred Rogers just knocks down my door with an axe, I'm grabbing my bat and hitting him over the head. You have a bat in your bedroom? Or is it, like, well, I don't know, because then it's like, yeah, he breaks down his door with an axe. It's like, okay, is it the bedroom door? Because that would be a bit dumb, because then he could just open the door. <laughs> like bedroom door's not locked, dude. That was that was a waste of time and effort. Now you're why all are tired. You, why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, I shouted him. Go away! What are you doing? Stop that! Stop that! I insist. Uh, I think this is this is devolved into just rambling. Yes, yes, it has. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.